me remind you, and I think a lot of people here will agree, NXT is way better than the WWE. <laughs> Hello, boys. Morning. And girls. Morning. And girls. And non-binary. After last week's horrendously long intro, I thought I'd go with a nice short five-second one this time. Yep, I think that's it's suited. It works. Yeah. It works. Got All the straight point. Exactly. And we get more of the funky music underneath to keep us going. And it'll go. So now. good. It's too good. So I feel like I feel like we robbed them with eight million pounds. I mean, I think yeah. we probably should have paid more. <laughs> <sighs> How's the stamina? Oh, it's getting tough, but you know, only had about four shows to watch today before the main True. Oh. <laughs> Plus, we're, we're we're living on fumes, man. We didn't have a good night's sleep last night. I had a mighty night's sleep last night. I thought this is how I, my thinking was: F, Hall of Fame, don't care, no interest whatsoever. And the G One Supercard, I will watch it, but I'll watch it tomorrow. I'm, I'm not that fussed. The next few nights are going to be busy. I'm going to need my sleep. Tonight's the night to take off. Nothing is going to happen. Then Enzo Amore and Big Cass return at Ring of Honor. And some absolute fucking arsehole attacks Bret Hart. Yeah, we're doing the pre show. Gordo didn't mute himself. You fucked up. You fucked up. You fucked okay. up. <laughs> I, I, I meant it, and I was like, ah, maybe if I whisper quiet enough, no. No. Yeah. no. <laughs> Rian is in there now as well. We waited long enough for you, Rian. We're only, we're only just started, though. So. Yeah, all, all you miss is me fucking up, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah. it's all good. It's the norm, you know. And ah, fuck you. <laughs> so what What kind of a bonus is Dash Wilder getting this weekend? Oh, man. Knock out of the night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was some shoddy talk on it. He gave yeah. it. Christ. We were talking about this in the Galway played earlier about what kind of a bonus they would get and we came up with this. Now, you can either have the washer and dryer where the lovely Smithers is standing or you can trade it all in for what's in this box. The box. The box. Healthcare. Healthcare. <laughs> <laughs> Money's, too high. Money's too tight for healthcare. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rian was 19 minutes late for work. Fucking hell. Then I had a nice refreshing afternoon. Or evening. Fucking sleep. Oh, a great sleep, but I ruined all that. I've taken that away by having spaghetti bolognese essentially for the, my first meal of the day. And then with jelly and ice cream and a Coke to wash it all down. Ooh. Anyway, how are the men? Good. Tired. Tired. Surviving. Surviving. Um, Fitz. Um, yes, sir. Apparently, we're going to eat some humble pie here. Is what you're saying. No. If that's what the people decide, that's what the people must decide, you know? Well, to, remi- to remind everyone, um, but before that, I think maybe before that, Gordo. A libation, puff of all. There we go. He's causing himself trouble for later. He's going to catch up with you. Yeah, if he's I even definitely looked, going to fall asleep 17 times now tonight. If I looked at a can now, I'd fall asleep. He fell asleep so much last night. <laughs> so much. I, fe- I fell asleep six o'clock in the evening yesterday. <laughs> out there, I wasn't wrestling. Although that Ring of Honor shit could have. 
<laughs> oh, oh we'll, good lord. We'll get to it. Fitz, you've waited a long time, but let's remind the people. The same venue where I fought Kat Zingano at home, they booed me out of the stadium. And it was just such a slap in the face. I'm just like, you know what? Fuck you people. Fuck all you guys. That whole city is just a bunch of people who are fucking transplants. They're trying to escape shitty ass fucking Ohio or wherever the fuck that they're from. So tonight when you were um, giving your promo. It wasn't a promo. They gave me other things to say. I didn't fucking say it. It's a thing. It's not a fucking promo. It's not an act. I'm not going out there and doing their fucking act anymore. They can say it's part of the act and try to save face to everybody else, but it's not an act. I'm going out there, I'm doing whatever the hell I want, and they can explain it away however they want, but fuck them. Everybody, WWE Universe included. I meant that I'm going to disrespect the sport that they all love so much. Oh, don't break kayfabe, Ronda. Wrestling's it's scripted, it's made up, it's not real. It's scripted, it's made up, it's not real. Oh, I forgot how good that was. So, oh, but to remind people, it was two all draw at the time. The revival were the twenty four seven champs. I was for turning. Nikki kind of kept me there and kept me on the fence. Uh, it ended up on a draw. Where our our argument was that it wasn't on WWE official channels, therefore it wasn't relevant and didn't count in terms of what she said. However, fit something happened over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Prior to this happening at the weekend, myself and Gordo both argued that your argument was weaker than water. In a world where WWE promote their, their wrestlers' Twitter handles all over the product, and kayfabe and characters and storylines are, are all intertwined with social media these days, we felt that it was completely irrelevant and just because it wasn't aired on a WWE broadcast, it still should have counted we were unsuccessful in converting the the black sheep over to the light until until the charlotte chronicles aired after nxt on friday night where they showed it on the network so boys now that it's been (laughs) now that it's been aired on your wwe broadcast are you finally finally going to come around to me and gordo's way of thinking and rightfully crown Ronda Rousey the 24-7 champion uh, I am turned because it's on channel official channels you have my vote Fitz yep All full house full house and I'm sorry for the overloaded amount of sound effects now but it, we're, we're getting it out of the way early because this just happened Goes for so long. (laughs) I'll stop it there. I can't. can't, can't. (laughs) Okay. Uh, That's going to be tough. We probably won't be hearing that for a good while now. In fairness, true. Yeah, true, true. But I think we. I've played too many already. I thought I did once before this happened in the Chronicle. I was going to nominate something else for the twenty four seven. I mentioned it just for to say it's not going to win. I don't know if you saw the takeover pre show. No, I'm assuming not. No. Pre-show, fuck the pre-show. Um, 
<laughs> on the takeover pre-show they had the final of the 2k million aj styles 2k million dollar challenge in the arena uh, in the pre-show so aj took on uh this guy in a game of 2k 19 on the big screen it was shocking bad <laughs> And AJ lost, I assume. AJ got destroyed. AJ got one offense in, which was a counter. One piece of offense. It's a work. <laughs> the guy, in fairness, the, guy, the best thing about it was the guy that was challenging. He hammed it up so much. Yeah. He was wearing a solid gold outfit, just gold all the way down. <laughs> and like he was being the biggest heel he could possibly he be. Gold. He was hamming it up. He was gold <laughs> member all the way. But yeah, he was. It, the whole segment though was shocking bad, and I was going to nominate it, but you know, it's not going to beat Ronda. No, smoking a pancake. So Fitz, you, Fitz and Gordy, you've got your 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 champion, the one true champion. We wanted to go along with you. None of us were really fighting it. We just didn't want it something that wasn't on official channels. But, but yet, here we are. But yet you voted it down. So go fuck yourself. Anyway, it's done. What's done is done. Um, well, I'm happy now that the arguments can end. We're all on the same. We're all in the same boat now. Rowing together down the Alder River. Uh, NXT Takeover. Well, oh, give me that. You got that yeah. um, that little bit of a sound clip for hooking up to my veins. I think now would be a good place to play it. Okay. Just hook it to my veins. Glad I could be of assistance. So <laughs> now that's NXT. Let's move on to the next show. <laughs> yeah. NXT. You were very down on NXT, Steve. You weren't I a big fan of this show. You were I wasn't. Oh, you were hating, hating it big time in our channel. You went no. full. You went full old man Steve on it. That's no, I good. went old man Steve on the Champa part. I was. I didn't like some of the results, right? But that's that's that is what it is. But. The I don't see why Champa was there after all they went through. I cannot work that one out. You know, I'm having what you're having on that. Yeah, only only that. Yeah, but the match was absolutely phenomenal. Like I don't, I still don't know how understand how Gargano kicked out of that second double team attack. It was just the heart was pounding, lads. It's, it's because I do love me some Johnny it's, Gargano. It's scripted, Steve. Did you not just hear the promo <laughs> second ago? Wait, I thought Ronda was real? in character. <laughs> is any of this stuff even real? So it turns out if I have way less sound effects, it's much easier to find them. Who'd have thunk it? Yeah, I'm just wondering what they do next. Like, or does Champa even ever come back to NXT? And then this was just their way of tying in the bow, unfortunately. So. Well, he's gone for a year, so they have a long time to figure that out. Yeah. Yeah, and Jordan's saying the same. You know, they had, they did turn on each other again. Johnny turned on him on TV after the Dusty mm-hmm. Classic. Now that, at the time, they weren't sure if Champa. Well, what what part do you think Vince McMahon has played in this ruining the best story ever told? I call this story the best story WWE have had in 30 years. I think I think I said 20, apologies, but I might push it back to the, the mega powers explode. <laughs> <laughs> in terms of me being emotionally invested. Hmm. And it's just a shame that it, that it, whatever you know, he was put on the road with the main roster, and then the the injury was worsened. And what are you gonna do? But just leave it. I thought leave it there. I think they had to. This is closing off the whole thing. Like I mean, I can I, I wouldn't. I, I would have preferred if. Fair enough. He comes out. Maybe he kind of like gave a fist bump. So they did a hug. The hugs, all the hugs around, was a bit much for what the whole thing was. Now I think what helped this though. To make a little bit of sense was that video they put out during the week of 
Champa seeming super sympathetic and with his kid and all like that, it kind of turned Champa around a bit without having to do a proper turn in a way. But yeah, that's the only kind of thing. That's the one thing. But the, the overall show, I know you were down on a couple of other things in the show as well, though, as we were going through it. But, but overall, uh, I enjoyed everything. I just okay. wish some things were done differently. Like, I don't, I don't <coughs> understand. Oh, man. oh, old man was yelling at the clouds. I have no problem with that. <laughs> but, but like, I just sat there after NXT and I was just cold. I was like, oh, God damn it. I should have loved this Johnny Gargano moment. But what can you do? Well, that's it where is we what were it is. All, we were all in agreement insofar as that we all wanted to see Johnny win the title at TakeOver New York, having defeated Champa, the evil bastard man. Mm-hmm. But when that couldn't happen anymore for stupidity of Vince McMahon bringing up Champa and um, extending his injury to a point where he needed surgery uh, in an emergency situation, that's when they should have done the bait and switch and put the belt on Cole. It it felt like Champa or Gargano winning the belt was a much lesser moment than it should have been. And I think yeah. if, you, if you're going to put the belt on him, he, he deserves a moment worthy of winning the belt. And that really wasn't a moment worthy of winning the belt. Uh, this was, Jordan kind of brings something up that I thought <clears throat> it was too many kickouts. He says, um, went a bit long for his taste, but uh, he reckons too many kickouts. Um, Cole need him twice in the face and then in the back of the head. So that was, was that, I suppose, to get the the crowd even more on the edge of their seat going holy shit he's still going he's still going it's, it's, it's indie matching it's an indie it, it match was, that, exactly it was a full on indie match it being which long is the, not, the first two falls yeah. dragged out a bit too I don't know was, there wasn't much going on in the first two falls it wasn't until the third, third fall that really picked up and started going uh, the first two just seemed formulaic I don't think anyone was really too into them so that could have been what made it feel extra long now it was a long match anyway it was what 37 minutes 37 minutes or something yeah like so mm. it was a long match and but I think just the first half of it was quite slow because of the first two falls which was a good mm. plan as well because if you're going to have that super rushed high impact high octane third fall you need to have a contrast of a slow start slow build to get the the emphasis right in so far as that when you pick the pace up you increase the importance of that fall as well uh, Rian has just put something in the chat there The Undisputed Era teased a breakup backstage Ooh Didn't see I that I did not now. see that no. Yeah apparently I, I didn't see it But I heard there was some video Where they weren't Weren't all on the same page But as far as I know Cole tweeted out yesterday Then saying that everything is all better And It's like even uh, We we you saw Something about uh, Sometimes we all fight uh, Even those that Even with those that were closest to Or something like that So hmm. And did it I do I do wish they had a shown the bit that they did for the live uh, screen for Gargano and Champa at the end, though, where they both teased throwing each other into the, yeah. into the stage. Like, that would have been nice. I found a way to make the uh, Gargano title win just absolutely perfect. As soon as Gargano starts walking up the stage, you just stop watching. And then it never <laughs> happened. And then it's absolutely perfect. <laughs> um, but the fucking producer missed the hug. Whatever what you think, you know, I didn't like it. Some people loved it. Most people loved it, in fact. But uh, some of us have problems here and there. But there's one thing in that whole arena you should be focused on was that moment. And he missed it. He cut to the fucking crowd. Mm-hmm. What was going on there? No idea. That was some bad, bad video production. But Oh, my God. Uh, Rian saying Cole was very pissed off at Roddy in particular. So I don't know. Maybe It was hard to tell who was doing what at that point. It was just <laughs> frenetic. I didn't know what was mm-hmm. going on. 
in a good way. But, I, um, I didn't understand the third fall. This, this, I can't remember if I actually said this to you or not. Uh, I was very tired. But <laughs> the whole thing, uh, at the end of it, so Johnny has Cole in the Gargano escape. That's fine. Next thing, Roddy comes out is up on the apron. Why does Johnny break the hold? And why does the ref even get involved in it at all? At the end of the day, if there's a DQ, Johnny wins the title. Johnny broke the hold because Kyle O'Reilly came in and rigged the eyes. No, he, but, but he, break, he breaks the hold and goes over to him. Then he, they go, he goes back to it a second time, didn't he? Mm, I'm pretty sure know. he broke it because then the ref goes over to Roddy. Then he puts it in again and that's when there's the rake of the eyes. Oh, uh, okay. But it's like, why didn't he turn around and look? Why doesn't why isn't he just leave the hold in, keep wrenching back in the hold, turn around to ref and tell him, do not take your eyes off, essentially called, leave him. It's called stupid baby face syndrome. Yeah, It really is. Because as I said, at the end of the day, it's, yeah, if he touches me, he gets DQ'd and I win the title. Touch, so, touch. Touch, touch please. please. Touch. Um, yeah, oh, I just thought it was... damn it. I just thought it was... <laughs> it, I told it was just, you, all 84 of them were crucial. <laughs> but, uh, it, was, it was just something small that as I was watching, I was a bit annoyed at. Um, but, but again, apparently I'm smarter than a baby face. <laughs> Because I'm here with a touch, normal brain. Touch, please. Touch. Hey. Hey. You got it. Hey. I have a normal brain. And Gordy, he just you might be his Bella brain. You might be smarter than a baby face, but are you smarter than a Bella? Who knows? Bella I can't find brain. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for Bella Brains. Bella Brains. <laughs> Uh, we should probably run through the rest of the card anyway. Just to uh, the other one we we didn't have a disagreement on it. We just I, um, the Walter thing. Walter obviously was going to win. That was there. That was the lock of the week. Um, we didn't get what I wanted. We'll say in terms of uh, not a squash, decisive, hammering you, victory. Not a squash. Yeah, you keep that's going. that's the. I don't think they're the same. In a I think they're no. There's a difference. Steve, 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 Steve. He'll he'll get a lot of offense in, but it doesn't have a tremendous amount of effect on him. Okay, okay. Let's say Lesnar Cena SummerSlam. Do you consider that a squash or a dominant performance? I need to watch it back to answer that question, to be honest. So if you just give me 30 minutes. Um, from what I remember, though, Cena was squashed, wasn't he? It wasn't really, he didn't really have much offense. It was just decimation. Yeah. I can't remember t- fully, to be honest. But anyway, either way, it went to half an hour or something, and that wasn't at all what anybody expected. I kind of expected. Well, that, yeah. did you half yeah. hour? Well, it went twenty-four minutes. That's exactly what I was predicting. Okay. And in the end, Walter would absolutely just get the better of him and annihilate him at that point. Yeah. It's like I foreshadowed, foreshawed this this particular mode you, you foreshawed this <laughs> my 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 brain switches off when i need the office on friday <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah but what, the, what there was a lot of hate major... online about this match because hmm. i don't think the american audience quite understood the british style in this particular match yeah you compare it to the um tyler Bate and Pete Dunne last the last time the UK title was on takeover that was a different level altogether that was your hard hitting fast paced stuff this is more methodical yeah, limb this was, work and high impact chops and stuff this was almost a carbon copy of Walter Devlin 1 yeah. which which I think is up for free on 
OTD on demand or yeah, YouTube or one of those. But it's but that's what that's what we want to see, and that's what we like seeing, and what we're used to seeing over here is a little bit more thought that goes into matches rather than just high octane action. You know, you need to understand why things are happening. You need to understand the impact of moves in a match. And that's what these boys told. They told a story of high impact shops and how they affect you and slow you down over time. It's it actually appeals to the more intellectual wrestling watcher, of which there are uh, reducing quantity. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, are they? Mm-hmm. Oh, like the Twitter during takeover was depressing. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just our timeline. I don't know. But mm-hmm. my word, imagine what it's going to be like tonight. Mm-hmm. Oh, it'll be interesting. <laughs> oh, you consider what our following was this time last year. We probably we probably have double that now. Easily, mm-hmm. easily. I know we've had to mute and block a lot of people. <laughs> I'm going to be a finger on the buzzer later tonight because I'm going to get thick with some of these cunts. <laughs> yeah, like the, like that Jordan guy. Who the fuck is he? <laughs> Dead son of a bitch. Such a ghost. Uh, uh, what else is worth kind of bringing up on takeover? Then Shayna retained, and I'm kicking myself I didn't pick it. We yeah. all picked Bianca Belair, didn't we? Uh, I picked EO. Oh, yeah. Oh, you picked EO, yeah. But none of us had Shayna. Because were we all thinking call-up? Yep. That's yep. exactly what I was on the I, I yeah. said to the boys afterwards, I, st- I actually still think of a call-up as well. I think her coming up with the belt would be a nice touch. Mm, Kevin Owens style. Mm, mm. Exactly. Um, I, I had one of my wild cards was this gets turned into a ladder match. Now, it was probably driven by the graphic, but I thought it would make things easier to take the title off of Shayna. Because she wouldn't have to be pinned or submitted or anything. She could just not be involved in the fall, essentially. Mm, just someone grabs the, la- grabs the belt. Well. True, true. But I think with the ladder, it protects her even more. I don't know. Maybe yeah. that, that was just my thinking. That was just my thinking. But I can see um, her logic in it. The tag match to open then, War Raiders against Black O'Shea. Yep. Fantastic God. match. God damn. So good. Loved it. Yeah. Those uh, high flying war 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 raider lads are great crack altogether. <laughs> a couple of junior heavyweights spinning around the ring, fucking spot monkeys, if, if you ask me. Uh, ricochet catching Hanson in the corner. <laughs> yeah. What the absolute sweet Jesus fuck is that man? Wellness test, wellness test for Ricochet. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Oh man. Um. The the story out of that will say apart from how amazing it was and then War Machine giving them the, the sign of respect afterwards um, Ricochet have now lost the Raw tag team title match and the and the NXT tag team title match in the space of four nights so they kind of have to win tonight don't they the Smackdown hey, belts as I've predicted in my predictions last week yep I need to go in a backspace that I had champ 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 in now it just has to be <laughs> champ <laughs> yeah um, Hansen is a freak he really is um, what was the other match then? Why am I struggling yeah, team dream. Oh yes, this was no. amazing. And one yes. thing I'd like to say before we get into it too much is massive respect to both of those guys for calling an audible in the ring and switching the personas. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. This Kira came in and saw this, and I thought she's going to see Matt Riddle and be very happy with what she's seen. <laughs> she didn't like she didn't like him at all. Oh, I think I have the text messages here somewhere. Kira's commentary. <laughs> But Fitz, yeah, they, they they completely changed on the fly. For, why were they booing them anyway? By riddle. Uh, it's a New York crowd. They're very hot for Velveteen Dream anyway in NXT. It's one of those situations where you don't really know what the crowd are going to react to until you put 
the guys in front of them. So I think it, it's possible that they might even have been told before they went out there, okay, here's plan A. You'll know very quickly if this is going to work. If not, switch to plan B very quick. And I couldn't believe how well Matt Riddle in particular did, considering his lack of experience in term, in front of a crowd that big and being able to call a match that well as, as well, you know. So fair fucks to him and obviously Velveteen Dream carried it as well. Uh, Kira's uh, comments throughout this she had just come in there may have been drink taken um, <laughs> well, she why does your wa- yes why does your one as in that girl have such small trousers but the other one has feathered trousers they are feathered and dangerous it's <laughs> like what does that even mean and then there was an ad for Rollins and it was like she went bananas when she saw Rollins was, that fucking prick who hurt that lovely man Finn Balor blah 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 <laughs> and uh, other things she respects Walter but hates Pete Dunne no reasons have been given but she's positive that these things are the case she makes snap decisions on people so it'll be interesting to see if she watches Mania with me tonight what she, she had the comment about his gear as well did she oh yeah the feathered and dangerous um, she could yeah and Matt Riddle not wearing shoes did not go down well <laughs> <laughs> like that at all. So like he could break a toe. It's like, but he's hard as nails. It's fine. Oh, no, he could break a toe. Gripping on, <laughs> gripping onto the ropes with his toes when he's doing that suplex over, over the, the ropes. Oh man! There was a part of you that thought the Velveteen Dream was dead, though. Oh yeah, yeah. there really was. It was the, ang- it was the camera the, angle, though. Yeah, it's only yeah. the camera angle they showed after the match. They showed it was actually fine. But yeah. the the initial camera, the live camera shot. Yeah, it, there was a, a mild case of the deadsies right there. Yeah. Be interesting yeah, to see if they decide to go forward with Riddle as a heel out of this, or if they this is just for this one night. With yeah. the fist bump afterwards, I think you're you're safe. Mm. He's coming up. Do you think so? Fuck it, fast track and bring him up. He wants he wants to retire Lesnar at Mania. That's his goal. Mm. Next year, Could bring happen. him up. He didn't say when. Just he wants to retire Lesnar at Mania. Do it now this week to fuck. Get it done. <laughs> uh, Velveteen Dream's entrance didn't disappoint the Statue of Liberty thing. And then the Macho King entrance right after it with the little <laughs> thingy. Ah, oh, God damn. Patrick Clark, you're good in my books. And then he did the Hogan. You. Yeah, he hooked up. Oh, he is otherworldly. He's yeah. so good. Keep him away from Vince McMahon. Yeah, ev- just never, never leave high school, Billy. Stay where you are. Stay where you are. Um, that's takeover. Oh God! Any blood sport on Thursday night was crazy good. Yeah, but really also good. grim. Very, very grim. Poorly lit. Horrible, but also very good. All, all the the GCW shows are in that venue, so they're all kind of lit the same way and such. But I, I prefer that. They've like we watched the. Uh, WrestleCon setup. We watched the first part. Of, we've seen the first half of Penis Party. We haven't seen the whole thing, but like the crowd at the WrestleCon aren't mic'd up properly. It's kind of it, it's not the, like you don't get the atmosphere. Whereas at that small venue, you get the atmosphere yeah, for everything yeah, yeah. in that it, little venue. It's a music venue anyway, so the acoustics in it are quite good. Whereas the WrestleCon Super Show, it looks like it's in a bing or a, a wedding hall, so the acoustics are quite poor. And like Nick said, it's probable that the the mics weren't set up properly because it's. Even big spots, you're you're not hearing anything. It's like an AEW production. Yeah. Um, the the five more minutes thing. At the, oh wait, can I talk about it? Yeah. The lads haven't seen Bloodsport yet. No, it's too late, Fitz. Go for it. Go for it. I'm probably go not going to get a uh, chance anyway. So. Uh, Josh Barnett and Minoru Suzuki had this war. This fucking 
two old men just fighting over the last beer essentially <laughs> and the last the last minute or so they're killing each other they're doing the chop the you know the back and forward boo yeah shots over and over crowd is going bananas and the time expires and then the crowd are starting a bit of a five more minutes chant and Suzuki demands five more minutes and they go at it again <laughs> it was it was the best kind of main event draw you're going to see in a while I love, <laughs> so well, there was good. one guy in the crowd yelled when, when they went to the draw like, this isn't the fucking USA network or something like that <laughs> yeah. like it's not the USA network let's fucking go <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah it was good uh, Rian wants to chat about uh, the penis party but I haven't we seen haven't it finished. we've only seen the first half we haven't yeah. seen what the thing you're talking about is I've seen GIF I've seen a GIF that might be tomorrow but yeah, that, yeah. we might cover that the next one because uh, I haven't finished the show yet but, but it, since we are calling it penis party third match on penis party it is Sue yes. Young <laughs> Sue Young versus um Oh my God, Tracy Smothers. Again. Thank you. Tracy Smothers, who you may remember from ECW back in the day. Tracy Smothers goes full on 1980s heel. Oh, it's it's just fantastic. He's on the mic for most of the match. It's just, it's magic. It's so good. Fantastic. He'll say things yeah. that we can't say on this pod or we'll get taken off the air. <laughs> really? Yeah. Jordan brings up a good point about... um. A blood sport felt underground and dirty was yeah. basically it i felt i felt guilty watching some of it that's and frank mir yeah frank fucking mir uh on front of head scout william regal <laughs> said he wants another shot at brock and gordo we had a little chat with a fella on twitter god a fucking mom <laughs> this clown was like going well he couldn't beat brock in the cage so now he's going to try and beat him in kayfabe ha 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 and we both replied going uh, just go and Google Brock Lesnar UFC debut there for yourself and see what happened to him. <laughs> Frank Mir tapped him out in a minute and a half or whatever the fuck it was. Clowns. Clowns everywhere. <sighs> Fucking casuals. Uh, <laughs> we also um, so, yeah. watched the cool. first, uh, sorry, uh, George and I's Spring Break Part 1. We haven't seen Part 2 yet, uh, but we watched Part 1 yesterday and there's some good stuff on there too. The, the death match at the end was uh, a bit vicious. How did the Invisible Man versus the Invisible Stan go? It was a work of art and majesty. The two left it all in the ring and, you know, off balconies and everything. It was, it was magnificent. And no, we don't necessarily go with star ratings. They can be kind of dumb. But, Nicky, if you were to ballpark a star on it. I don't think there are enough stars. There aren't enough? There oh aren't enough God. stars. Just well, you think system. Corbin and... Corbin and Angle are going to have as Corbin put it himself an unprecedented eight star match tonight <laughs> so you're talking above that oh definitely without doubt they, they, the match they, those two put on like it was out of this world <laughs> it they was be- literally unbelievable <laughs> Meltzer is still talking the lad off himself for <laughs> he literally said if it happened in Corrigan Hall it would be a 15 star match <laughs> the table spot I only saw a gif of it <laughs> the referee is looking oh don't do it don't do it and then the table in the middle of the, or in the corner just breaks in half <laughs> how did you even do that the ref was amazing well the ref was the entire match I suppose <laughs> he was and you, what was the balcony spot you're saying oh they ended up uh, brawling up to the balcony and uh, the invisible man <laughs> through the invisible stand off the balcony onto a pile of refs who, who so uh, like Vic <laughs> Grimes, flying. Bam Bam Bigelow style in ECW. <laughs> oh my God. Um, 
we'll get to the other shows I suppose We is there anything else that you saw that you wanted to talk about or Lego Deathmatch oh yeah we watched uh, we watched based on a recommendation from last week uh, we watched uh, Interspecies Wrestling Boner Jam 4 Balls Out me and Fitz watched <laughs> Uh, <laughs> were you in the same room together yes <laughs> okay balls yeah. were in fact not out <laughs> but yeah lego lego debt match it was it was it was interesting a guy got a hematoma immediately from getting a uh a, what was it was a inflatable thing with lego attached to i don't know what it was it was like a nerf mallet mm. with lego stapled onto it or something like that it was gruesome actually speaking of things staple onto it uh, at Joy Janelle Spring Break that, that match we were talking about the three scissors attached to the table uh, no, no, uh, no 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 explain for those who haven't seen it all I've seen is the gif so three scissors taped onto a table with the blade with the, the plastic bits taped onto the table with the blady part sticking out uh, placed on top of a guy and a cannonball onto the table and he ended up with a scissors lodged in his chest like, why would you do that? What is the point? Death. Oh. It's a death match. Death. <laughs> I just... Clue was in the name, Steve. He was trying to kill him to win the match. Oh, just, oh, why? Yeah. I know. Well, kill well, him, well, said it. <laughs> poor, Cornet, poor Cornet is going to have a fucking heart attack by the end of this weekend. That spot with the guys having their, both of their asses hanging out in the corner of the match as well. I'm good for watching that. Thanks again. Oh, My God. We'll have that cover. We have the rest of the penis party to watch. We'll have, uh, I want to watch the Orange Cassidy show. Uh, I want to watch the uh, Spring Break Part 2. So we'll have those anyway to cover. I have a bunch of other ones downloaded too. But I'm nice to watch them tonight because there's not going to be anything else worth watching. Nah, there's nothing else on tonight. Sure. It'd be grand. Um, very quickly, the Hall of Fame thing because Rory brought it up in the, in the chat there. Uh, the comment Billy Gunn had or Triple H's comment back to uh, to Billy Gunn he said you can't what was it he can't fire me and then Triple H said well, you know, we, we can just buy that piss ant company and fire you all over again um, the Can family are three times wealthier than Vince and he's saying Triple H sounded like he had a bad case of loser denial <laughs> <laughs> Lols. haven't lost anything yet so. yeah at least they mentioned it and there was some mention of all in as well was there they I haven't seen that, by the way, just so everyone's aware. I haven't seen uh, Hall of Fame yet. Neither have we. Neither have we. Uh, no, but like they don't mention any of those things unless they see them as a threat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they just would ignore it completely. So they're doing something right over there. Yeah. Feathers are rattled. Mm-hmm. Fitz, what was your favorite uh, Ring of Honor match at G1 last night? <laughs> <laughs> All jokes aside, I have to go with the IWGP Junior Heavyweight match. Bandito versus Dragon Lee versus the champ Ishimori. It was amazing. Yeah, but like Ring of Honor, pure Ring of Honor match. Um, Did Ring of Honor have a show last night? (laughs) (laughs) Oh. He's back. (laughs) Uh, He's fucking back. And you missed it. Yeah. Just because of the historic weekend that's in it, for me personally, I think the uh, the greatest match of last night was the women's <laughs> match Jesus between God. Kelly Klein and Maya, whatever her name is. Oh man, um, good fucking Lord Jesus! It was a divas match. It was a divas match from two thousand and five. It was that bad. 
Yeah. And then afterwards, of course, we got the beautiful people who are now in Ring of Honor because Bully Ray has pulled backstage. And is yeah, they're now known as yeah. the Allure. <laughs> Um, so as we know I wasn't watching live but uh, my love for Enzo Amore burns burns hotter every year but uh, they're back everyone thought it was a work or, or not a work or something that they jumped the fucking crowd obviously it's a work and the, your man one of the briscoes fighting Enzo they had to lay in some real shots to make it look real and it did look real <laughs> from what I've seen yeah no, like it, I'm going to have they, to watch it back but. they didn't show anything on TV like they, they you could see small bits in the background yeah. but they completely cut away so they made it look like it was you know a shoot but and then they mentioned know. it on commentary and then ring yeah. of honor retweet a clip of it a fan yeah. clip of it you know so yeah but bias aside do you think it's a decent move for ring of honor to take nope. them seeing as they do have bad. really um, i, don't I know, like I, them I, so i'm always going to like seeing them back mm. but hey, ring of I honor do. are in a situation now where they're potentially going to be the fourth best wrestling promotion in North America behind AEW and probably Impact at this stage it's a bold statement I understand wrestling qualities wise are always really decent but promotion as a as a company they cannot and are completely incapable of promoting themselves to sell tickets for shows at least fucking Impact will fucking give comp tickets to get people in the crowd when you consider the company the size of Sinclair Broadcasting behind them as well it's shocking so they need to do something Bringing in Enzo and Cass has gotten the wrestling community talking about Ring of Honor last night. For better or worse, this is one of those rare situations where no publicity or bad publicity is good publicity. You know, you it's getting people talking, so people are always going to be interested to see how it pans out. And it, they'll want to watch Enzo and Cass fail because they're... Sorry, one of them at least is a bit of a douchebag. I can't speak to Big Cass too much because I don't know much about him. And he's bigger than me <laughs> <laughs> well uh, he's seven foot tall Fitz did you know that allegedly six nine allegedly six nine. And you so can't teach that people will want to see how this pans out they'll want to tune in just to see them get their ass kicked so it will increase viewership numbers and if they book them properly that's a mighty big if they could turn this into a massive positive and I want to kill that fucking dog <laughs> uh, Enzo and Cass will make you money it has been proven. They can talk yeah. people into seats. Yep. The matches mightn't be good. The hot tag is good. That's all they have. That's well, all they ever have. When you've got tag, tag teams there like PCO, the new champs, the Gorillas of Destiny, the Briscoes, they are three hard-hitting tag teams. Enzo is going to job for his life to these three tag teams. Can and you people imagine are the Briscoes with Enzo? And he's going to sell like he's been killed yep. every time. I think it's a good move and it's getting people talking and my bias is there. I love Enzo and Cass. I, I loved watching them as a tag team. I thought they were great fun. Mm-hmm. There was something different. They cut through the the white noise, I call it, of the standard at insert pay-per-view here. I'm going to insert catchphrase here sort of stuff. Yeah, Enzo cut through all that. For me, I liked it. He can't wrestle for shit. We all know that. He can sell. For on my part, I'm happy he's back. I saw one tweet last night that summed up my thoughts on it it was uh there's a lot of wrestling going on right now it was nice to bring him on to let us know that you don't need to watch the show for the next six months <laughs> i like that even though it hurts me deep in my soul <laughs> uh but i saw a lot of people i'm never watching ring of honor again they rehired they hired enzo and cast you're like 
what else was what, what? And they also must, Fitz Fitz, they, what did you say in the car earlier? <laughs> they must have been one of the two hundred people that were sitting there when Jay Lethal won the belt. <laughs> like you weren't watching Ring of Honor anyway. Literally gonna say What are you yeah. talking about? Like uh Rian had something here. Their next title match is gonna be Taven versus Kenny King. And yeah. that's not going to put any butts in seats. Nope. Well, when's the David Starr? Is the David Starr match potentially before that as well? I don't know. That's what that's what Rian is telling me. Well, that's, that's Kenny separate. King won the Rumble, so he has a future title opportunity. Yeah. And the Starr match so, isn't the regular Ring of Honor show. They're just defending that title on a show over in, at the motherland. In, in, in the motherland, in yes. Yeah. Uh, the progressive Jew. Yeah. Oh, one my, yes. He's one of my people. He's a good man and he's killing it this weekend. I've been talking more about David Starr than anyone else. But uh, nobody was more upset about the Bret Hart situation, bar Natty and Bret, than Enzo Amore. Because that totally took their, st- their, their uh, steam away. Yeah, I saw people online saying, oh, it's disrespectful that they did this when that just happened to Bret Hart. It's like, come on, this has been booked and planned for weeks, probably. Yeah, It happened within the space of a half an hour, maybe, between each other, an hour tops. You're not going to stop that from happening. No, and uh, I think the Enzo and was it Mark Briscoe at the time? One of them, I can't remember. Yeah, I think it was Mark. They landed a few, did a few legit blows there. And first play, fair play to Bubba Ray Dudley. He literally grabbed Enzo and said, "Get the fuck away! This guy will kill you." <laughs> and he threw him into the barricade. <gasps> I'm looking forward oh, to seeing Jordan, what Jordan, you dirty bollocks! Yeah, <sighs> not today, Jordan. You dead son of a bitch. Yeah, if you weren't today. dead already, I'd fucking kill you for that. <laughs> we won't have a bad word said about Bret Hart on this show, apart from Bret's good Bret. We all know that. <laughs> <laughs> Bret did not attack Bret. <laughs> oh god um, did you see the twitter of the lad who attacked brett yeah date him like Jeez. up until two months ago it seems normal enough and then two months ago it looks like he had a psychotic break or some shit yeah it's weird weird shit it's like he's alexa bliss stalker Vince. levels of weird yeah yeah um the, the dick who jumped Bret Hart is a oh the message went away is a MMA fighter who has done shit like this before according to Rian yeah so he was an MMA fighter alright well he had an MMA fighter on his fucking back tonight <laughs> in seconds oh my god Travis Brown should get a bonus on top of Dash Wilder becoming the new universal champion tonight <laughs> um, uh, we talked about this in the car back from a, a fine meal there earlier was it Sean Ross Sapp put the tweet out? Yeah. The the ten. What did he say exactly? Can you remember? Uh, was it uh, in an in an arena of ten thousand people? There's nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine people in there. You'd rather punch you than Travis Brown. Yeah. <laughs> um, at his height, as we looked up, um, a number four in the world UFC heavyweight. So he was essentially a title contender, the elite of the elite heavyweight fighters in the world, and he was the first man in. Him and Shane McMahon, I think, were the first two in. Uh, so Travis took his back and beat that boy something fierce mm-hmm. and then Davy Hart Jr was it or uh, Davy Boy Smith Jr comes yeah. in who's and been he... training <laughs> he's been training with fucking Josh Barnett of all people <laughs> and he got a let's just say he took a few shots in there as well so he had all that um, then the big show is outside waiting for him Big E uh, lots of big motherfuckers and then all of a sudden you see Strowman walking around by the post and all of a sudden I'm like lads just kill me don't let that guy anywhere near me just get the big shot to stamp on my head uh, some oh. sections some sections of the crowd started chanting get these hands get these hands good Mixler stream down I don't think it is uh, my, my stream is loading here 
Uh, it'll it'll probably buffer maybe and it'll be fine. Yeah, no, it's fine. Okay, no, it's all good here. Um, anything else to mention then? Um, Matt Taven won the title. I can't believe he didn't pick that. Yeah, I thought I figured it wouldn't go that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I looked up. Um, Marty Scurll's contract runs out this month. Apparently, no. Five full. Five It's not. Okay. Um, extension is it or something there's, there's been there was reports months ago that there was and they at the time said that it wasn't and i think it runs to july okay either way he's he's gone so he misses double or nothing but that's where they've already started teasing him on um being the elite as well i still think uh, he's nxt bound do you think so i do the misses because yeah. of the misses i think the misses and i think i think wwe will fucking pay I think if you, if they manage to pry one person away from him, they'll consider that to be a spit spitting in the face of them. Mm-hmm. I think he's I, I hate to say the low hanging fruit of the equation, but insofar as he was one of the last ones into the group. Mm, yeah. And the fact that he's been away from a lot of the stuff they've been doing with this, I think he's their best chance of prying somebody away. He kind of replaced um that ghost, Adam Cole, who was yeah. killed by a monster energy drink. And how fucking amazing was it when he was announced as and, <laughs> as joining the fucking bullet club? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Everyone, yeah, everyone needs a villain. Oh, so good. Uh Rian wants to talk about the PCO bumps. Like, oh, help me out oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> I believe he is not human. He is not. They ent- they over they overdid his entrance a bit. They could have made it a lot simpler, but they went o- over the top and they did him getting electrified back to life and stuff. But they instead of wheeling him out in the electric chair, they brought out the electric chair. Then you could see him clearly walking and getting in the electric chair. Then playing dead. Oh, like no. oh. they had one camera shot that they kept cutting through uh, for yeah. stage things that blatantly showed all the obvious stage going ons. Yeah, I'm like stop using that fucking shot. <laughs> But um, yeah. yeah, and then when he's like, there was it was a, a, a power bomb over the ropes to the floor. Oh yeah, the yeah. thought there was a table. There was no table. <laughs> Literally out onto the mat. He hopped, but then he sits straight back up again and started laughing, Undertaker style. But he would have been the only guy who's ever wrestled in um, Madison Square Garden before. Yeah, it'd be an interesting one. Probably Actually, 20, 25 years was, ago. Technically, there was someone in the Battle Royal who did. Uh, Jeff Cobb did as well. He wasn't. He did amateur stuff in. Oh, that's true, course, actually. So. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, in the battle royal, we had PJ Black. Uh, oh, so yeah. the uh, oh. yeah, Justin Gabriel, who would have, weirdly enough, faced Bret Hart in the garden. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Fun fact there. Yep. My God. Um, who was the first person? It was one of the girls in the pre-show, was it? The first non-Vince McMahon contracted person to walk down to the ring at Madison that's, Square Garden. That was a dark match. We didn't see it. Okay, Jenny yeah, something. Clue. I don't know. I saw that. I saw that stat earlier. The first televised was Kenny King. Yeah, Kenny King. Um, but uh, one, one thing that I could say has come out with that Ring of Honor the, the world title match though for the Ring of Honor side is that they might get better booking now because that fan that got hit with a ladder might sue and win the company. So you know. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Jay Lethal threw two interlocked ladders. Over the top rope, and it took a nasty bounce and into the crowd with one of the legs. It was so Lovely. unfortunate. Like it, you, it would be oh, yeah. like a one in a million, no, one in a hundred times that it might happen. But it just fair. Like I've been kicked in the face at a wrestling show. You just get on with it. Like you're sitting front row. Yeah. It's part of the risk. Like 
Get sure, Osprey. Yeah. Osprey nearly killed that lad in the wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Good to be fair as well. He yeah. did. Oh, that was a great um, match. Osprey Cobb was a great opener. It was a really good, really good yeah. match. Um, the more, uh, you know, our, our good friend Naito, I'd say he's sickened. I am shocked and appalled. He dropped the title to uh, Ibushi. Oh. The poor man lost his. Oh. Ibushi lost his neck though. So like, oh, what did yeah. he really win? <laughs> uh, Naito went home. He was gutted that he lost that Intercontinental title they, that he loves. And they had a so pre-match dear. promo where he said he wants to be both Intercontinental and NWJ uh, and. IWGP champion at the same time, so he did. He he put some favoritism towards the Intercontinental title. He didn't say he wanted to get rid of it. First time ever. I know. Yeah, I was <laughs> shocked. But uh, yeah. oh, that was a great match, though. Naito Ibushi. The, the New Japan side of the show was great. Like they put on some great stuff. It was the Ring of Honor side that let it down. Yep. And we'll talk about the next spots then. What what happened to Kota Ibushi? That what didn't happen to his neck? Uh, <laughs> just, <laughs> so any high angle Germans? Was it? He he took a German over the rope as well, didn't he? Uh, he done the did the, the type of German that Stream and Riddle done. Yeah, yeah. They done that at one stage, and yeah, he landed on the side of his head. Ah, just so many neck spots, and you're like, stop, stop the match. He's already dead. <laughs> oh God! So that that match kind of screws up what I thought would be happening down the line. I thought Ibushi would be going up, and he would be going for the heavyweight title, the heavy Q champion. Um, I thought he'd win the G one and all that. It might still happen, but. We have a new uh, five-time IWGP heavyweight champion in Kazushika Okada, who beat Jay White. Well done, you pronounced his name right the first time this time. I always <laughs> pronounce his name right. Always. I don't know where you get this from. <laughs> Little Kazu, as I call him. Me and Chucky T. That's our name for him. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're a Kentucky gentleman too? A Kentucky gentleman. Kentucky fried gentleman. <laughs> I am indeed. <laughs> Um, so I think it was safe to assume that even before then it was safe to assume that the the, the MSG main event was going to be Kenny and Okada 5 but um, obviously they had to throw those plans out the window so Okada would have been winning the title back against Kenny Omega but what what of Jay White? Still in what the US Sean Michaels maybe? gear mm. It seems like what did, what did we say earlier? Four heavyweight champions in three months. It's not like them. No, it's really not. It's not a New Japan thing to do. No. Well, that just shows um, you how much they were thrown by the elite leaving. Yeah. Yeah. And as I said to you in the car, I don't understand why they didn't get Kenny to sign for two months and go, hey, just work, or even just one match. Just work this one match for us. Drop the title in New York. He Maybe you were thinking he didn't want to. It's possible that, you know, because he's now an AEW executive vice president <clears throat> another spot by Triple H thrown in there as well um, that it because it was a ring of honor show not just an exclusive New Japan show that he did they didn't want Kenny appearing on a ring of honor show while he's an AEW talent maybe maybe mm. maybe but the New Japan agreement would trump all that as in hey mm. he's contracted to New Japan we have an agreement. Oh, you say that like the this was a very much a Ring of Honor show featuring New Japan, because mm. like any of the new a lot of the New Japan even entrance musics were dubbed over. We didn't even get Kazanian oh, Ra. Yeah, like there was some generic music playing, but for for Suzuki's entrance, and then the crowd just chanted Kazanian Ra at the 
appropriate point because they were getting the actual real music. Yeah. So as he, Suzuki gets into the ring, they hit that and we're like, ah, no, they're actually getting the right music there. <laughs> we're getting cheap fucking generic rock music. They but had, didn't they have they Okada's had yeah, yeah, some of them. It was weird. Like we couldn't really identify what was the the differentiating factor between them, but it was weird. It was quite How obvious did... in the rumble because there were so many entrances. Like so, yeah. it, it came out pretty fast there. Uh, I'll catch up on it later. I, I had my nice little sleep, as we know. How did my good friend, the man with the most fabulous hair, Hiroshi Tanahashi? How did he do against Zack Saber Junior? It, to be fair, it was uh, similar to how um, Juice tapped out. He had Tana fairly wrapped up. Cool. So he's protected. That's good. Yeah. Like oh, he, he, had to verbally, he had to verbally submit because his two arms were tied behind his back. Oh, yeah. He was in real like He was in not Good. Yeah. Yeah. Go on, Tana. <laughs> Do the job for anyone. Um, oh, what else happened? Just, yeah, just confused about the... I'm surprised they even changed the title. My thinking with picking Jay White was, well, they're never going to change the title again, and they're not going to drop the title outside of America, or outside of uh, Japan. So it was a very, I was shocked by it. Mm-hmm. Thought there'd be some Bullet Club shenanigans towards the bu- end as bu- well, too. Bu- Bullet Club. Four, 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 four. Now, you see, the boys were too busy over setting up the block party. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. It's true, yeah. Um, We're going to head away and set up this uh, piss-up. Are you cool? Yeah, yeah cool. Yeah, I'll, match? I'll defend the title. I'll be over to you in 10 minutes. <laughs> Just take out Okada. It'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, twice before. Rack Friday, Bandudu. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the, rum- that's... the rumble, we had a big return. Go on. The Great Muta. Oh, boy. Surprise number 30. That's uh, the crowd. The crowd came unglued, I believe. Oh yeah, I had was... definitely heard of him before last night. <laughs> uh, Mark Haskins' involvement—that yeah. was during the New York Street fight, was it? Yeah. So, so basically, this one takes a bit of explaining. Go for it, Nick. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so before the amazing five-star women's title match, uh, we saw Juice <sighs> Robinson getting ta- taken out backstage. Um, so then Bully Ray comes out after interrupting a terrible rapper and getting a face pop because he was interrupting the terrible rapper. Um, he then challenges, says the open challenge is back on. So Flip Gordon answers the open challenge, comes down. They have a bit of a match uh, before it gets interfered by, it was... Who Shane was it? Taylor and Silas Young. Yep, two of them. Uh, then they start beating down on Flip and then... Juice Robinson appears again up on the top. Um, uh, Juice Robinson appears up on top of the ramp because he's apparently fine now. Uh, and then he was also with Mark Haskins. So two of them. So, <laughs> so Lacey Sorry, Evans came out and destroyed them all. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> But it was really uh, into a trouble threat match with Mark Haskins, Juice uh, Robinson, and Flip Gordon against the other three lads. And the faces went. And everybody went up happy. Although Flip Gordon did manage to take a Tommy Dreamer spot there and hook a fuck ton of canes to the back. Fucking banger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Don't worry, you would have been. That's much lower than you I would know, have heard. That's it. good. Be fine that's on good. the post. Put <laughs> <laughs> uh, a thing in the Discord there. Uh, it's like lazy time. Like, yeah, it's getting convoluted. Let's do it. <laughs> um, that's kind of everything. Uh, will we go for some last minute mania chat on Mania Sunday? Is there anything else you need to bring up? Uh, well, we have. It has the raw tag match has only been made official since the pod. Yeah, but in terms of the weekend, is there anything? Um, I don't think I so. Covered everything we've seen, we've covered. I know there's stuff oh. the lads are talking about, but we haven't seen it. Technically, a spot from last night, which we've all seen, is the uh, Ricky Morton. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. A sixty-two-year-old Ricky done a Canadian destroyer that broke up a pin. <laughs> This is a so springboard actually, Canadian destroyer. Spring break two. Yeah. Steps on the guy's back to break up the pin and then uses his momentum to springboard off him into a Canadian destroyer on his other at 62 years of age. Yeah. And it was ridiculously fluid. <laughs> it was so good for his age like half the half the guys who are only coming up now wouldn't be able to look that fucking good doing it so what a spot yeah yeah, yeah. we move on then Ah, yes. The granddaddy of them all, Nick. The ultimate thrill ride. Yeah, all those buzzwords. The granddaddy of them all. (laughs) Old Grapply. Oh, my. What a maneuver. (laughs) What a maneuver. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't have any coal drops here. I might have to get rid of some, but... Uh, ah, well. Save them for, save them for when we're actually talking about Mania tomorrow, because that's going to be... Yeah. yeah. I'm Vince McMahon, damn it, let's hear it! Yeah. So the one we didn't get to predict, um, they announced it was rumoured Revival versus Hawkins and Ryder, and I'm going to go with the WrestleMania moment for Hawkins here, lads. Uh, I, I would have said 100% that's what they were going for, and then last night happened. Yeah, now, and Dash Wilder has been added to the Universal Title match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now, do you want to give the the revival a rub to repay Dash Wilder for his input last night? I'd, I'd, I'd say half the fucking women in the Hall of Fame last night were wanting to give Dash Wilder a bit of a rub to thank him for what he's done last night. <laughs> I'm sure if China oh, was alive, she probably would have. Oh, that was so oh. bad. I, I regret that already. You're a bad man. That's necker. You're terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, was, I was only talking about them all being a bit loose. Like, <laughs> uh, Mick is bringing up a point. Um, Kofi to win the match and Vince to come out and restart the match. And Brian taps out Kofi. Oh, I'd go along chicken, with that if that wasn't if that wasn't my if that wasn't my exact prediction for Charlotte to do that to Becky. Mm. That would be my prediction that Charlotte wins the belt and the match gets restarted. Screwing over Becky. Becky had her foot in the rope or you know, some sort of shit like that. I think there there will be a spot in either the Kofi or Becky match tonight with that. I think there's no uh, DQs in a triple trap match. Oh, so how do you do it, I wonder? Um Ref bump. Oh, you can't do it, Nicky, can you? Yeah. 
Yeah. You shouldn't have said that. Well, that's Runa's pick. <laughs> yeah, damn it. That's one of my point there. That's, I had a shocking night my, last night on these predictions. <laughs> one of my ten wild cards. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're up to five. We're going with five, and if we can make more, throw them in, sure. Ah, yeah. Or we could make it interesting and go if you go over five. If any of them wrong, you lose a point <gasps> on your six on your sixth oh, to your that's tenth. Filthy. Oh, it makes it interesting. I hated negative we'll talk marking, about fucking learning globalization in college. This is fucking going to be even harder. <laughs> so, yeah, if and you we take a gamble. Of, we always complain about the negative marking in the T3 uh, prediction things. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Pew, pew. It's a gamble. But then again, what do you win? Us? No, if you win a point. But what if you went and went mental with it? Your six to your ten picks are worth two points. Or what you are you talking about? <laughs> I went mental on the one I have already. Triple H fucking killing, uh, snapping a tree and kicking a raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> if you go crazy. I've already gone fucking crazy. No. Are we all in agreement that a Thanos-style entrance has happened? Oh, 100%. No. Yeah. No. No? No. Biker Sons of Anarchy, Triple H? I don't really know, but I, it, it would hurt my head and my OCD so much that if the face Triple H comes out at WrestleMania with the heel Thanos gimmick, it, what does it even yeah. mean? How, how about we go with two other, instead, instead of actually going with wildcards, we go with two other questions. What Game of Thrones character is Rollins going to be dressed up as? Damn it, I'm out. <laughs> and what comic book character is Mysterio's gear going to be about? And the obligatory what color tongue is Asuka wearing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll figure it all out. Did Avengers come out this week? No, it's not out yet. It's not, no, it's not out. Oh, all right, okay. All right, okay. Um, Charlotte will wear yeah, Duke, Captain Marvel style gear. Duke is saying all he has to say about many this year is if you choose Corbin to be your final opponent you definitely deserve to go out in a loss <laughs> if the, in kayfabe he picked Corbin um, where does John Cena appear <laughs> Which is the, right there where you said <laughs> yeah you think that's the match I think it's going to be a quick squash match uh, for Corbin where Angle beats Corbin and then Cena comes out and there's an actual match well, Kurt loses. Yeah, Kurt loses. It has to be. Yeah, one. Kurt loses whatever way it happens. Um, what, anything else really? You covered just everything not, else. Like, yeah, we did it. We did it. Listen back. We just said we'd jump on for the laugh for an hour and see. We've kind of done that. Um, yeah, be interesting to see how it all pans out. So, what sort of Wrap what's going up. to be the shock of the night? Like I said to see before in our pre-production launching that Lesnar or Rollins winning either or is not really going to be a shock because the hype for this match has been non-existent so people really don't care who wins that match so where is the big shock going to come from because there's always one that people go did not see that coming Triple H loses I was thinking that I was leaning towards it over the weekend thinking it makes sense I'm thinking they circumvent the swerve like they had last year where you know Brock had re-signed um Somebody's tapping something and I can hear it. Your mic is shaking. Um, they circumvent... Do you remember how they had Roman win? Or Roman lose after it was so sure that Roman was going to win. Yeah. Roman... Or Lesnar signed... A new, apparently Lesnar has signed a new deal as well. But I think maybe it's that Rollins does actually win. Because all everything points to a Brock win at the moment. Mm, they, that's not really that shocking though. You worked yourself so much that you worked yourself into a work... I sure did. Because <laughs> there's nothing. If I had to put a house, my house on one result, it would be Brock win, winning. But now I don't know. Maybe that's the swerve. I'm thinking too much here. 
I'm using WWE logic in that going right what's the worst thing we can do to piss people off <laughs> so it's uh, the worst thing that WWE could do to piss people off is either having Kofi lose or Becky lose. I think at the minute, Kofi not winning the title would be a bigger shock than Becky not winning the title. Yeah, yeah. Like, Kofi has to leave this building with the title. Tonight. And we've already said it. We've already kind of dropped it in that nugget in that it makes sense to take the belt off Brian within the next two months anyway because he's not going to be going to Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. So if you want to have that belt defended over there in whatever sort of fucking concoction you can come up with over there in the fucking money in the sand, oily balls, whatever you want to call that shit, you don't have to have Brian over there with the belt. It's it's a win, 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 win. It's easy. There's no reason in the world other than to fuck with people not to have Kofi win that belt. So I'm going to throw it back to the women's match. Closing the show... Becky doesn't win is my outside bet bold prediction of the night. Ooh. I think this is going to be really face heavy tonight. I know I said that earlier. I think tonight's going to be face heavy. Tomorrow we go heelish because mm-hmm. you're going to have people sitting in an outdoor stadium in New York in the first week of April until midnight or one o'clock in the morning. Then people are going to be pissed if they leave on a negative note. So I think you're definitely closing with something positive. And I think they've done too much not to have Kofi win. So I think both of them matches are pretty much bankers for me. Uh, the Triple H, the Triple H one though, I do think, I think he's hurt. I think he's still fucked after the injury. So I would not be surprised to see him lose and just go out and no more trips. My uh, my hellscape scenario is Balor loses to Lashley tonight. You fucking you wash your mouth out with soap. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I, I'm going to drink bleach if it happens. <laughs> and that would be you. streamed live on our YouTube channel. Uh... <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll join you. We're go, we're going meeting up with J Dog. <laughs> so okay, what's oh, give me give me your bold. <laughs> terrible apocalyptic moment of the night what's the worst thing that could happen tonight Kofi not winning the title is mine <laughs> with a side note with a side note to Balor Lacey Evans not winning the Battle Royal <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think the worst thing would be is if they think everyone's thinking uh, they go along the lines of everyone is assuming that Kofi and Becky are going to be winning so they just let neither of them win that's my one Oh, Give me what I want. Jesus Christ! Oh. Oh, well, imagine both of them not winning. Yeah, that's that's oh. it. That's the worst one. I that's the Kofi, worst timeline. The darkest timeline. If the darkest Kofi, timeline. If Kofi doesn't win, people will be ready to walk out. If give it to me, give me what I want. If Becky doesn't win, there could actually be a riot. After yeah. that, a ruby riot. <laughs> <laughs> I have. Uh, we'll come back to this, but I have a a moment, okay? We'll call it the... It's time for Bella <laughs> Brains. Brains. Lacey Evans, after all of this, doesn't win the Battle Royal. It's thrown out immediately, Bushwhacker style. You fucking... No, don't you... WWE thing to happen. <laughs> you ever. fucking leave Lacey and Evans alone. You leave Lacey <laughs> Evans alone. What if she's not even in the back? What if she walks down and then does her thing and leaves? <laughs> and like, then at least I will get to hear her music and it will be my WrestleMania moment. 
<laughs> True. You sad mark. Banger of a team tune. So good. Look, our house is essentially the Lacey Evans fan club, all right? Uh, I have no problem <laughs> with that. Lacey Evans entrance music fan club. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's oh, Elias? Elias uh, Undertaker. I would say so. What uh, What are you most looking forward to? What do you think is going to be the highlight of the night? All things considered, WWE logic applied, what do you think is going to be the biggest moment of the night? Best moment of the night? Lacey Evans win the Battle Royal. Bechtalia <laughs> <laughs> uh, 90, I think, is the what we want. Yeah, it's Becky or Kofi, one or the other, depends on... Matt, yeah, you know. I do have those memes ready to go. I don't know should I post them before or during the show. You know the the ones I've sent them to you. Oh, yeah, the Bechtalia ninety ones, and we'll soon find out about how many Irish people follow us and how old they are. Is the way <laughs> I'm thinking, because <laughs> you're gonna find out a lot. <laughs> anyway, um, but for match of the yeah. night, I reckon SmackDown tag title maybe. Yeah, good shout. Yeah. If they give it enough time. If they give it enough time, yeah. That needs. I'm going to say 20 minutes, but they'll be lucky to get 15. It's a mania with 17,000 matches. Yeah. They're going to keep matches between 12 and 16 minutes, I'd say. I think they put a lot of effort into the triple threat, the the Becky, Ronda, Charlotte. I think we're going to come away being amazed at that match. They should. None of these guys have had bad matches. No. Do you know what? You put, and then just let them do whatever. If they get hurt, they get hurt. Let them do what. Let them do what they want. This is the one night of the year, not where all SmackDown superstars go in head-to-head direct competition, albeit they are. It's the one <laughs> night of the year where you lay it all on the line. Yeah. Insert catchphrase. It's the granddaddy of them all. It is. You don't hold the back. ultimate, the ultimate thrill ride. Oh God, that was a great show. I'm ready oh, to go. Grapple. Oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks, thanks for that. I don't <laughs> think he was talking. I don't think he was talking about driving at all, lads. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, no. This, that's, you've hit the nail on the head there. This main event has the potential to be the best quality main event in the past decade as well, if not longer. Could be. Like, it's the main event because it was arguably the best storyline leading up to Mania, ignoring the weird Kofi phenomenon. So it, which wasn't planned which wasn't no. planned exactly so you it wasn't a case of where the women were thrown into the main event like they were for other pay-per-views just so they could say the first time ever line which is their favorite line they've deserved it they've earned it now it's time to go out and show why they deserved it and yep. like you said they haven't put on bad matches let them do their thing let them tear the house down and tear the proverbial roof off the place go on becky Put him under pressure. Put him under pressure. (laughs) You know what to do. Just keep it tight. Launch the ball forward. Long. Get it up to the big man. Get it up to Niall Quinn. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. It's easy. Just send a text. That's all you need to do. Just send a text. Um, What? What's the what's the SNL guys payoff on the main card? Because they're they're going to be on the main card doing stuff. Uh, Alexa Bliss slaps one of them. <laughs> okay. Which and one? We... <laughs> they could be involved in the Elias segment. I can't remember which one of them is yeah. which. So it's a good shout. Undertaker comes out and tombstones all three of them at the same time. So, um, do you think the Taker is there? I think I think so. I think, I you're getting think Taker. Rock. The Rock. 
what if the Elias segment is him, you know, it was like, and nobody's going to interrupt me. What if it's a case of him constantly trying, but all these legends come out and hit them with his finish, <laughs> hit, hit the finish and leave uh, for 10 minutes. Who did that a couple of years ago? Was it Miz? Uh, Someone did that at Mania a few years ago. What, they brought the legends out to hit finishes on them? Or Pretty much. Was it the gimmick, it was gimmick the, battle royal? No, it was the um, for the four lads, the... 3MB Nation. Oh, League of Nations. Yeah. The Nations. Yeah. yeah, it was at t- 32. Was, yeah, I was you there. You were there. Was <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Austin yeah, drove the great. fucking quad down to the ring, didn't he? Uh, it was Austin Michaels and, uh, Foley, and Mick Foley. Foley. Yeah. Yeah. That was the last night of the League of Nations. They had a match on Raw, but. Well, they're kind of back now in their new incarnation. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think Elias just gets hit with a lot of people. Okay. Um, Rian is saying. Uh, George doing the dirty on his son by making out with Maurice costing him. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I'd do the dirty on my son if fucking if I got with Maurice, so can't fault him for that. Any yeah. any surprises? Anything that hasn't been rumored yet that we could see? Like The Rock would be a good shout because that really hasn't been talked about or rumored at all. Is there anything else that could could happen that we go, holy shit? Um, WrestleMania being good. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, giving the people what they want give me what I want which all three people to look to change the title which day of Wrestlemania is going to be good this year uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go day one because you're always a little more a little more hopeful a little more you know fresh faced uh, yeah I just have I want one more excuse to say this okay Shane McMahon Shane McMahon pulling out with a smile on his face <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh no I closed the soundboard okay we're back <laughs> oh boy boys uh, what do you think which the surprise yeah I think Shane pulling out with a smile on his face <laughs> I think would be pretty shocking for wrestling well he's got three kids so clearly he doesn't like pulling out <laughs> uh, I think The Rock would be yeah, yeah. Rock is the one the Rock yeah. or Austin you know they're, they're always going yeah. to pop you, yeah yeah They've got their WrestleMania moments right there at their fingertips. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't need they don't need the Rock. We'll say they've got these moments there, yeah. and they have it. And but. the the re, you could be hitting on the nail on the head there with regards to the Royal Rumble when there was no surprise returns. So it looks like they could potentially be along the tr- train line of, okay, we've cut the cord now with bringing back the old guys to make the to make these moments. We're going to run with the new guys, let them build their own moments, let them develop their own moments. Is there any call-ups that could happen that could surprise us? Like Shayna coming up maybe to help Ronda? Is there anything we could see that could happen there? No, I don't think so. I think this is the first one. Maybe there's one, but I think the first Raw after many in a while where there's not going to be call-ups. I mean, there's there's a lot of them they called up just before Christmas that aren't doing anything. Or doing very little. Mm-hmm. Apart from Lacey. Um, yeah, because she's doing a lot. And then you, and you just called up Ricochet and Black. And you kind of called up Gargano, but I suppose that's gone now. Do he's you, champ. with Lars, do you get Lars to win the Battle Royal? If, 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 he's, he, if, he's, if he's fit and ready to go, yeah. that's always the first one straight on. That's a good one. I might even throw that in as a wild card. <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah. I, and he doesn't even have to have an entrance. He doesn't need to be, the focus doesn't need to be on him because he's got anxiety issues, isn't it? He can just walk down with the rest of them. Ah, no. Fucking, I'd, I'd still have him have the entrance. I'd have everyone be in the yeah. ring and then his music hits. Yeah. Everyone's in but the ring. It's just he, about to start. Yeah. And next thing, his mu- 
fuck it. You know what? Even go one better. Everyone is in the ring, and next thing out of nowhere, you hear Heyman clearing his throat. Not in the pre-show. Not with a Lesnar match tonight. Uh, uh, you say not in the pre-show on the USA Network. Still have, I'd still do it. I'd have Heyman come out and do it. Introduce Lars. Hmm. I like it. I just don't see it happening. It's a bold strategy. Yeah. Let's see if it's out for you. It won't. Yeah. Um, that, I think I still think Undisputed coming up. I don't see the need for him to be down the NXT. They have no titles at this stage. What you're going to do with Fish and O'Reilly, other than putting them in a, t- a title match, which they're inevitably going to lose when they're coming back up anyway? Cole, uh, who's he going to feud with next? I think it's worth bringing him Two up. Two oh five live. Um, it's too small. Adam Cole is too small. I don't know. You say that, but you look at Ricochet and Black are doing all right for themselves. Mm, I'm cool as a tiny tiny man I just can't see it working on the main roster for I think him. If, he's so small like he's tiny and skinny I think if you leave them as a group I think you're fine yeah mm. of course but they won't do that they're going to do the stupid thing of bringing him up everyone will just be like holy hell he's small and then he'll end up in 205 Live and then he'll end up in AEW plus we all know you can only have three <laughs> people teams so you can't have a that's true team. fine Roddy so Adam Cole. <laughs> Roddy Roddy can stay down in fucking NXT I don't care like uh, I think Fish and O'Reilly are the only ones to stand a really, really, really good chance on on their own. We'll say as a team on the main roster. I, Roddy has no personality. Adam Cole is tiny, tiny man. I don't see them working without each other on the main roster. I could be wrong. I'm open to correction, but I I don't see Vince liking it. I we'll say. still want a giant super faction across both brands of them and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I'd be all for that. Mm. I love it. I think it'd be great. Chicken with a yeah. good point there saying that Undisputed there to come up so Cole can win the Battle Royal. Him be in the Battle Royal then the lads all interfere in it and fuck a couple of people out at the end. Stranger yeah, things have happened. Win. Yeah. Hmm. To be fair, the WWE have not used the, the Battle Royal to their advantage yet. Yeah. I can't I can't remember any winner who's really kind of got a catapulted result uh, or a massive push from it. They tried uh, to do it with Cesaro but ruined it. <laughs> Corbin. Yeah. It was Corbin's main roster mm. debut. Yeah, Corbin. Yeah. I'm not saying, like, I know it hasn't played out long term. I mean, considering he was able to wear his ring gear to the Hall of Fame last night. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, like, it, yeah. it didn't play out long term. But then they, they obviously see enough in him. But it did help launch him on the main roster yeah. by having him. Oh. Yeah. I think we'll probably leave it there, lads, because we have to give time to process this, post it, and anyone who wants to listen to it, time to watch it before Mania starts, and, which is in about 12 minutes. And I need a nap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. lots more wrestling. We'll see. I'll see. Uh, and I do have to ask the lads in the chat a question after this, but um, very quick plugs, Gordo. Just, you know, found everywhere more than anything else. If you'd hit my music, then I believe we can get this oh, show done. Yeah, fortunately, I don't have it. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> forgot the plugs music. Seriously, no, I didn't. I didn't forget yeah, it. And if you'd help to stall for time, I think. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're essentially we're, we're getting to see Balor in demon form losing to Lashley. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you, I'll just, I'll just hit your music, Gordon. Yeah, I do. Because I'm getting depressed here, but. Uh, <laughs> If you want something to cure your depression after Bobby Lashley beats the Demon Finn Balor tonight, uh, you could do that by listening to more of us here at the Alleged Wrestling Podcast. If you want to find us, you can find us on most good podcast apps. We're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, 
We're on Spotify, we're on iTunes, Google Podcasts. You can catch us here every week on Mixler at around about 7.30 Irish time. On a Wednesday night, it's mixler.com forward slash the alleged wrestling podcast. Um, we're also hoping to maybe do a Mania post show, or if not, we'll do one tomorrow afternoon. Uh, you can also get us throughout the night on Twitter. It's at Tuba Wrestling. Uh, if you want to get us on Facebook, it's facebook.com forward slash Tuba Sports. And you can also find our website, our main hub, which is not a really active hub at the moment, but it's tubitsports.com on the internet. I posted that thing. <laughs> it's true. He did. There's stuff there. When you're on there, if you want to do something really fun, what you can do is if you click into Nikki's lovely article about WrestleMania promo packages, uh, if you just scroll down a little bit underneath where the main image is, you'll actually see an ad. Uh, if you click that ad, you, you, win. Are, you win a game. <laughs> and one WWE superstar will not get healthcare. <laughs> if you click the ad, the Demon Balor will win tonight. <laughs> This is going up. I'm going to cut that off. Disclaimer. For some reason, it goes back up. Anyway. Disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, Finn Balor will not win. <laughs> oh, look. We'll call it a day, boys. Uh, Fitz, how, do you, how are you going to put this away for us? Tie a bow on it. And, you know, no, no, potential Nick, for... Nicky Bow's over there. I'm here. Hey. Is there? Yeah, I'm, not going to, I'm not going to tie him up. That's just weird. It is a bit odd. Like Paradise Lock. Well, you did watch Interspecies Balls Out Whatever together. So. <laughs> yeah, I think about it. I was, saying, I was saying that earlier. How fucking weird must it be to, like, guys having to explain credit card bills and bank statements that are missing after this weekend? <laughs> Penis Party, <laughs> just, Boner like, Jam 4. Yeah, Balls Out. <laughs> like, what the fuck have you been ordering? Like, is this the weekend you told me you wanted to be alone so you could watch wrestling? <laughs> Like, Jesus, there's going to be some get serious questions. porn and get out. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's not rest. Yeah, yeah, so you watched Boner Jam 4 and then three hours later you ordered Penis Party. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>